Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Kester. This is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. All right, welcome in, everybody, to another edition of Sports Daily. It is a Thursday. Glad to be here with you on this Thursday. I'm Jacob Albrock, alongside Tommy Kester, Jad Chambers, producing for us. Uh, if you're watching on our video stream today, which is available on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, you can see Tommy there in studio. Tommy will be in studio now, uh, full-time at Odyssey, our employer. We're happy uh, to have Tommy there full-time and in studio. And he and Jad are going to talk about me during the breaks, and I won't even know about it. And it'll be, you know, all kinds of fun stuff happening. We have great studios, by the way, at KFH, like the nicest by far that I've ever been into, the Odyssey facility there. Um, worked at a lot of different radio stations, and sometimes they're kind of patched together a little bit. Not at Odyssey. It is a pristine facility if you're ever around and want to check it out. Pretty cool stuff. Um, Tommy, how are you this morning? I'm good. I, you know, I remember working at a radio station a long time ago uh, that I was pretty sure a body was buried somewhere. Like yeah. I didn't. I don't know exactly where in the building, and I didn't want to go look. But um, it's completely different. It's a 180 here, um, so I've got no issue being here in studio. Good to see Jad uh, across the the table from me. So it's good to be here. It's funny, you know. People sometimes think things are far more glamorous than they are in radio. TV's the same way. Um, I, I've. It's it's so funny here. The TV station KWCH is really, really nice, especially compared to other TV stations. Just the facility itself. I remember when I came to interview here, it was like the first thing that was like, "What? where am I? Like, this doesn't look like a lo- local TV station. Uh, because I had done interviews all over the country. And and it's just, it's funny that now, and look, I, you know, Jad, you know, probably can attest to this too. Like I, I was in the old kfh studios and i thought those were pretty nice right and then and then they move over here and it's just like whoa this is incredible uh anyway we've got lots to come today chelsea messenger will miss this week she's a little under the weather so we won't have our betting segment our regular we'll still talk some bets of course uh with thursday night football and we'll be you know making picks tomorrow uh, but we'll do that tim fitzgerald will join us top of the hour a lot to talk about with k-state 
Um, want to get into some of the things we were talking about yesterday with Ben Sinnott's comments and you know just what the vibe is up there in Manhattan. Uh, so we'll do all of that. want to tell you that the IHOP hotline's open here most of the day other than when Fitz is on with us. 869-1240. Uh, by the way, this Veterans Day IHOP will be welcoming veterans and active duty military with free red, white, and blueberry pancakes to thank them for their service Veterans Day on November 11th. Um, we will have movie tickets to give away, The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. That sneak peek, you'll see it before anybody else at Boulevard Theaters in Town West Square. That'll be next Thursday. So we'll give away a pair of tickets to that. We'll give away some HTO iced tea and brew house coffee. Uh, I can tell you that I'm, I'm, I told you, Tommy, I got the, the Hunger Games book. I loved the originals, and I got this book that they made this movie out. I didn't even know they had this. It's good. I'm, I'm, you know, through the beginning and trying to power through it, but it's really, really good. So I assume that movie will be good, too. Uh, but you can get a sneak peek. We'll have those opportunities to win coming up in the program as well. Let's start. I think I think the news right now, Tommy, of the day is is Lance Leipold and what he said about his future in Manhattan. And look, it's it's interesting because I don't think Leipold has ever been definitive in his statements. This is as close to definitive as he's been. Um, so he had his uh, Tuesday night talk show, and here's what he had to say, essentially, Tommy. That that interview during that talk show is the only interview he's done over the past 48 hours, and that's the way it's going to be. I'm reading you his quote now. The one thing that happens this time of year is there's a lot of speculation and things that are happening that are not accurate. As I've said for a long time, Travis Goff and Chancellor Gerard have treated Kelly and I extremely well in our family. It's our plan and expectation that we will be here and this is going to be the last job that we have. So all of that to me, Tommy, is not all that different than what we've heard in the past. Nothing is ever definitive. And then it's that final sentence there. It's our plan and our expectation. And that's sort of when I roll my eyes a little bit, right? Like, well, your expectation can change. But then it then it goes a little further when he says this is going to be the last job that we have. That's as definitive as he's been that's that's as definitive as he's been to say this is going to be the last job that i have now he didn't say that with total you know conviction it was it's our expectation that this is the last job that we ever have which still you know i know coach speak enough that that still does crack the door open a little bit but i do think this is as close to him saying he's not going anywhere as we've ever had with lance leipold so here's a little context in the entire situation so a guy by the name of justin spiro um, who I believe is either a radio host or a podcaster uh, of some sort in East Lansing. He's a Michigan State guy. Uh, tweeted, or, or on X, I suppose, uh, yesterday said that Leipold interviewed for the Michigan State job. Um, that's the only place that I was able to find that. Uh, and really, there was no other citations on that. But, of course, you've got you know Kansas fans and, and Kansas people going crazy about whether or not this is actually true if he did go interview for that job um, a, a lot of a uh, lot of prominent Kansas insiders said that that never happened and so I think that kind of sparked the conversation last night on Leipold's show uh, Hawk Talk uh, you know talking about the that speculation and all of that as far as him being definitive it makes total sense to me why he would be because you have to remember Everything that Lance Leipold has asked for at the University of Kansas, he's gotten. You know, he's gotten a new contract. He's gotten more money. He's gotten better players. 
Uh, he's getting a facility. That's a really key part of it, right? Like there, there was a clause built into his contract where if certain benchmarks on this stadium project at Kansas weren't met by a certain period of time, then you know at that point the contract kind of goes up in flames and he can do whatever he wants. So, I mean, I, everything that he has wanted and desired, he's gotten from Kansas. They've shown a commitment yep. to him as far as building this program. So I understand why he was very definitive uh, in that conversation last night. And and let me be clear, too. I've got no ill will or no like beef with any of the way that Lance Leipold has handled the success. I think he's been as good as you can be at it. And it is flattering, which was essentially what, you know, Travis Goff said this week in an interview, uh, I believe, with the Eagle. Like, it's flattering to be rumored for everything. K-State's gone through this with Chris Kleiman, right? Like, th- that's that's a that's a good thing. And for Lance Leipold, and, and Kleiman fit this too, right? Guys who have grinded it out for a long time at lower levels and been tremendously successful— I've been advocates of those kinds of coaches for years, for for as long as I can remember, that great coaches can coach. And so we see these guys prove it, and the allure of being later in your career and going to take a shot at a national championship is obvious, and there's nothing wrong with it. Now, what gets interesting is when you find yourself in a situation that feels too good to be true. Right. We all go through this all the time. Well, to some degree. Right. A a lot of us do, I should say. You might have a job that you love and another opportunity is there for you. And more often than not, you you choose to stay. Right. Like it just that happens all the time. Maybe it's maybe the other job offers more money. Maybe the other job offers, you know, a higher profile or a bigger spotlight, all those things. But you can't really put a price tag on happiness. And we see this play out. Coaches have to be as careful as uni- – I always say universities and, and fan bases, you better be careful what you wish for when you ask for coaching changes, right? When when you're successful but maybe not to the highest degree. You know, Texas went through this uh, with Mac Brown. We see it all the time. And Nebraska has gone through it before with Bo Pelini. Like, you better be careful what you wish for because it can get worse. And I think co- on the flip side of that, the same thing is true. Better be careful what you're chasing there because – you may not find yourself in a situation where you have the total backing of your administration, where you have the total backing of the fan base, where you have some freedom and flexibility to fail and and still be okay. Um, so, you know, I, I think the job now at Kansas is different than it was two years ago, obviously. And Lance Leipold's a big reason for that. But the progress is being made now. And if look, if you're Lance Leipold and you're looking across the landscape of the Big 12 right now, Let's say Michigan State. Let's just compare Michigan State to Kansas right now. And, you know, in East Lansing, they they can scoff at this all they want. But the reality is the chances for Lance Leipold to win a national championship at Michigan State are, are probably not at all higher on November 9th of 2023 in Lawrence as they are in East Lansing because the Big 12 feels wide open to me, Tommy. Like in the new Big 12... Kansas, even in the current Big 12, Kansas is right there within striking distance. You've got to keep in mind that with facilities that are behind all of the old members of the league, at least, um, with a program that has been in shambles that not that long ago couldn't even fill all the scholarships on the team, that hasn't won 
at all in the last 15 years is now doing those things. They're seeing progress in the facilities. They're seeing recruiting wins. And they're finding success despite missing their Big 12 player of the year at quarterback all year. All of those things are into the equation, and they're competitive now. How competitive do you think they're going to be in two or three years in a league that doesn't have Texas or Oklahoma versus going to the Big Ten where, yeah, you're going to have more money. You're going to have, you know, fancier things. But are your chances to win a national championship really higher at Michigan State in two or three years than they will be at Kansas? I don't think that they are. And I think that's the reality that's setting in for Lance Leipold as much as anything else. Unless it's, you know, Michigan, right? Or, uh, you know, a job a job where it's so clearly obvious those are the teams in the mix every year. There isn't benefit right now to leaving the situation he's in because in the new Big 12, they're going to have a great chance to win that league, get their way into the CFP, and then take their shot at a national championship. And I would argue a much better chance than they would have in the Big 10. I'm going to drop a bombshell here. Kansas is a better job than Michigan State. Bottom line. Bottom line. It is a better I job. I think it depends. Right now. I think it depends. Michigan State is a dumpster fire. It is an absolute dumpster fire. Number one, they're still dealing with the fallout from the Larry Nassar situation from a few years ago. Still dealing with that, working through reform and all of that. Number two, the issues with Mel Tucker and the reason that he ended up leaving the university I mean, that football program is not in a good position right now. There's a reason why Mark D'Antonio basically kind of came back as an advisor for the program because they needed some stability because there just really, there was none. And so if I'm Lance Leipold, the guy's what, almost 60. He's in his late 50s, right? You come to Kansas where it was a dumpster fire by all accounts when he took over. Les Miles got ran out of town for unsavory reasons. The program, we know about how bad they were for so long prior to Lance Leipold coming to town. He's turned it around in a couple of years, and here they are bull eligible for the second year in a row. Uh, moving forward, they look to be a force in the new look Big 12. Even right now in the current Big 12 they're right on, you know, they're in the CFP rankings, their highest rankings ever, all of that. Uh, I just think that right now, and you pose the question, is Kansas better positioned to play for a national championship in two to three years versus Michigan State? I think the answer is unequivocally yes. I think Kansas is in a better spot to do that than a Michigan State program that's basically in shambles right now. The only thing that Michigan State has going for it is the fact that it's in the Big Ten. That's really the only well, thing they've got going for them. I'll put an asterisk on your statement. Kansas is a better job for Lance Leipold than Michigan State. Kansas isn't a better job for everybody than Michigan State. That's that's just not true, right? Somebody who's going to have a, a you know a younger coach with some time to rebuild yeah, or I'm whatever. Just not, I'm not sure just, who. I mean, they're going to find, obviously, somebody to take that job. I'm just but, not sure what it's I'm a super saying, desirable what position I'm saying right now. Is, like, if, you're, if you're a young coach who's worked your way up, let's say you're – trying to think of a good example of who this would be uh I, I mean I would say Colin Klein this has nothing to do with Colin Klein but a coach like that right like who's going to get their first shot or maybe as an up-and-comer anything like that because you, what you will ultimately have you're going to have more money at Michigan State right because of the TV deals and all that stuff but you got to know what to do with it for Lance Leipold though to have to go there and essentially do what he's done at Kansas now and when you consider the fact that his teams are really good now, like th there's just no need to go to Michigan State 
when you've got what you'd be looking for there at Kansas. I don't know the dollars and cents of the coaching contract and how much more or less that would be, but again, to for, for Lance Leipold to be able to win a national championship, which I would think has to be the goal, there isn't any advantage to going to Michigan State, even for the simple reason, Tommy, that you've got to go through Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State at this point, which seems very daunting. When you look at the Big 12, and we love the Big 12, this is not a it's not a knock on the Big 12, but it's the reality of the situation. There isn't any team right now in what will be the new Big 12 that poses the same yearly, you know, roadblock of of at least Michigan and Ohio State and probably Penn State. You know, Michigan State won 11, 11 games two years ago. So I don't think they're as far down as you do probably. I think Mel Tucker got himself into a sticky situation. But I... I think with the right coach, they could turn it around almost immediately. But even if they turn it around, and even if they find the success they found under D'Antonio, that's still not the same level of success we've seen in recent years out of Ohio State and Michigan. So, like, if you just wipe the slate completely clean of everything, and you're Lance Leipold, and you say, all right, I've got, I want to play for a national championship. I've got to go through Michigan and Ohio State, or I've got to go through... I mean, at this point, it's probably Kansas State and Oklahoma State, maybe Utah. When you when push comes to shove, when you look to the future of the Big Twelve, as as who's at the top, Arizona is really good this year. So let's give them some credit. It doesn't matter who I say off that list, though. It's not the same as trying to go through Michigan or Ohio State. It's just not. And so, like for Leipold, as an older coach who has just battled and built and built and built. You don't have to build again. You've got this thing to the point where you're going to have recruiting wins. You're clearly one of the better coaches in the country. You're in the place, in the conference, with the clearest path to get to that ultimate goal now versus any job that's going to come available, right? Because the jobs that are shoe-ins to be successful, the handful of jobs that are out there right now, those jobs aren't coming available. So why would you ever leave Kansas? And, and the other stuff's coming too, right? Facilities. I don't know how long Lance Leipold's going to coach. I don't know if he'll even see the true benefits of all of that labor when those things happen. Um, but it, I don't think it matters because he can, he can win now. He's showing us that. And he can win now even with adversity because that team has had it. So I do think the timing of this isn't coincidence. I think he's the most definitive now because in the now, it makes the most sense to be right where his feet are and try to win at Kansas because it is his best shot to ultimately try to get to a national championship. Yeah, I mean, I know that multiple times that he's been asked that question before. He's never really given a definitive answer. It's not that he's— No, he's given coach speak. He's, give, he's exactly, given coach speak. Right. This is the job we're at right now, and right. we're focused on it. Right? And, it's, it's, it's coach speak. And I understand why, right? Like there are qualifiers sure. and all of Absolutely. that because of— where the, the Kansas program was, and um, I think a lot of the fan base was just crossing their fingers and hoping that he would be around, you know, for a few years to help them get back on track. But now knowing that, I mean, I feel like he's he's tired of it. And like I mentioned before, everything that he's wanted from the program, he's gotten. And Travis Goff has made it very clear the priority that he places on having Lance Leipold as the head coach of the Jayhawks. Goff said over the weekend, or maybe it was just a couple of days ago, it was right after Bill Self signed his contract, about how important it was for Lance Leipold to feel the same way to an extent uh, at the University of Kansas. I don't know 
if they're working on another new contract for Lance Leipold. I mean, I feel like at this point you have to kind of keep up with everything. And knowing that he is one of, if not the hottest names in college football, and you want to lock him in, uh, I think that probably plays into a little bit of the reasons why you know he's saying this. We expect this to be the last job that we're we're at, and, and all of that because I think he feels the commitment and dedication from Travis Goff, and now it's sure. important for the university to continue that. Kansas is done. Look, you gotta you gotta just not worry about it if you're and and that's stupid to say because of course you're going to worry about it if you're a Jayhawk fan. But Kansas and Goff have done everything that they can do, right? They they've done everything. So at some point, there's just there's nothing you can do about it, and that's okay too. Um, and and I, the, the the thing is for me, Michigan State's not going to be the job to get it done. Again, you just have to look down the street in Manhattan and know there've been plenty of places. But it's it's really just is that the job that's going to get climbing out of Manhattan? No, it's not. Is Michigan State the job right now that's going to get Leipold out of Lawrence? No. Now, let's go back in time, Tommy. Same situation last year. Could be totally different. Yeah. Right? I, I think things have changed in the last year. But now I think with the winning this year, with Jalen Daniels essentially sidelined the entire season, that's the reassurance as much as anything that it they can get it done. Right? And so I, I do think timing is everything. And good on, on Travis Goff for, for getting it to this point because now I think he's gotten it to a point where it does make sense to stay forever. Again, a job like Michigan State comes open last year. I'm not sure we're having the same conversation, but it didn't. And now you've got a situation here where it's, you know, I don't know if there's a job out there. The best thing Kansas can do is just keep winning. And then the path to a national championship is as clear in the Big 12 for any of these teams, certainly as it is anywhere else. There's not that juggernaut anymore in the league. Yeah, and I think that any Kansas fan any logical Kansas fan would tell you that, you know, when Lance Leipold came in in the first couple of years, you probably understood why Leipold would hedge his bets a little bit, right? Like, I think that every sure. logical KU fan would be like, yeah, I kind of get it. You know, coming into this program, is he going to stick around? Now they're at the point now where you get more nervous with a coach potentially hedging his bets. And so I think that's why it was so reassuring last night to hear Leipold say, we expect this to be the last job that we're at. Just ask yourself the question if you're a Jayhawk fan or just a curious observer, because I think this is ultimately for Leipold, again, and his path to this point, is a, which is different than a lot of other guys. But I think the question ultimately will come down to, is this the best chance to win a national championship? Will he have a better chance to win a national championship at XYZ job, or will he have a better chance at Kansas? It's remarkable to say there won't be a lot that are better than Kansas, but that's the reality we're in right now. 869-1240, what do you think out there? The IHOP hotline is open at 869-1240. Uh, let's get these movie tickets going early. We try to mix it up on you and reward the listeners at whatever different time you might listen to the show. We'd love for you to listen for all two hours, but we, we know that's not always possible. So here you go, a chance to win tickets to the sneak peek opening of The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. That sneak peek will come a week from tonight, Thursday, November 16th, at Boulevard Theaters in Town West Square. We appreciate their support and offering up these tickets to us, and now we'll offer them up to you. IHOP Hotline's open, 869-1240. First caller during the break will get those movie tickets, and we'll be right back. Mm -hmm. 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Your phone call is welcome. 869-1240. Sports Daily on 97.5 and 1240. KFH. Wichita's number one sports radio. The commercials are over. Yo, I haven't got all day. 869-1240. Time to get busy. This is Sports Daily on KFH. All right, welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily. On KFH, it's all Brockman Caster. It's Jad Chambers producing. We are happy to be here with you on the program today. Uh, good luck on uh, on the rest of our giveaways today. We'll give away some HTO, just give away some movie tickets there. So we have plenty of chance to do that. Tim Fitzgerald, our K-State insider, joins us at the top of the hour as well uh, to talk about K-State. lot to get to. We got a shocker game tonight, second game of the season against Western Kentucky. Excited for that. Um, all these early games are going to get interesting because we've got to see who's going to run the point, essentially, for Wichita State because it's going to be that way for a little while. Uh, Kevin Saul, you know, sort of reaffirming that yesterday. We don't know about DeGray. Cortez is going to be, looks like, second semester at the earliest. So, you know, what, we've, what we're going to see now is going to develop into probably what we see for a while. Um, all right, Tommy, let's, let's look for a second at Thursday Night Football here. Do we have to? It's a... It's a dud. I get it. We're not going to spend a time. It's interesting only in the sense that it is Carolina and Chicago. Chicago chose to trade Carolina rather than go after Bryce Young. They chose to stick with Justin Fields, who's been hurt. Um, and, and the reality is they're going to be faced with the same situation this year, as is Carolina. Um, I, I don't know that. I think I think the general public has cooled some on Caleb Williams, and even the NFL people have cooled some on Caleb Williams. You see a lot of Drake May out there. The question becomes for Chicago, do you do it again, right? Do you do the same thing again when you're in that position? 
because they've got essentially a chance to have the top two picks in the draft, right? Because they get Carolina's pick. Do they do it again or and ride with Justin Fields, or do they pull the trigger on somebody else? They have got to get him back on the field to help make that decision. I don't know what the answer is, um, but, man, if they get the kind of coup they got for for the rights to draft Bryce Young last year, it's pretty hard not to roll with it, isn't it? Like, I don't I don't know. that We're not going to see Fields tonight, unfortunately. He was close, but apparently not quite there yet and should be back next week. So, you know, it's Bajent or whoever it is uh, tonight. And just like, this is, this is as close to unwatchable as you can get with Fields not playing. Bryce Young hasn't gotten me that interested yet in Bryce Young. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, oh, I got to watch Bryce Young, the young number one pick, uh, take the reins this way. I, I really don't. Yeah, you and know, I probably won't. I, I do think also that if you're kind of going back and recapping that trade from a year ago, I mean, I think even though Chicago is in a bad position right now, I think they won that trade. I mean, I really do as of oh, right now because they've got, D, they've got DJ Moore, you know, and DJ Moore now has more receiving yards than any Bears receiver a year ago, and we're about halfway through the season right now. So, um, I mean, I think that they've got a wide receiver they can build around. I don't think it's going to be Justin Fields after this season. If I'm the Bears – I'm moving away from Justin Fields. Can you imagine an offense in Chicago? And I'm not totally convinced that Matt Everflus is going to be the one to lead it moving forward after this season, but uh, an offense that is potentially, I don't know, Caleb Williams or Drake May, one of the two. And then what if they go and they get Marvin Harrison Jr. with the yeah. second or third pick? To go with DJ Moore. You know, to go with DJ Moore. Like that's a really powerful and explosive receiving core. But, you know, on the flip side of that, what if you go get uh you know Marvin Harrison anyway you know cuz they're going right. to have a chance to do that right and 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 who's the top defensive player this year uh Turner for Bama I think let's just say it's him right the top pass rusher I think he's considered the top pass rusher now you go get those two guys right you get Harrison and that guy so I I don't know I I just think that they're they're they still have a decision to make Caleb Williams, people have cooled on him, and I and I, and I'm not in the business of like. I mean, I can guess at who I think these quarterbacks and what they're going to be. It's a it's a hard thing to do unless it's just so obvious. And Williams is probably that, but there's people that think May is the guy over Williams right now. I don't know what to do. I think it's as interesting as we've seen a team have to make. They made the decision last year, and I think they made the right one because I'd take Fields over Bryce Young right now. Um, and he's more dynamic. Bryce Young, I hope Bryce Young works out. I really like Bryce Young, but I don't know, man. I'm not seeing, well, I'm not seeing it. I mean, going back to the, who they were going to pick with that number one overall pick, um, I mean, I know everybody, it was between Young and Stroud, and now, I mean, clearly C.J. Stroud well, yeah, you, has you done take Stroud, but I better, think, right? I think the Bears were going to take Young, if I remember a report correct now, that they, they were leaning on Young. Yeah. Uh, so it's not that yeah. If you, I would take Stroud over Justin right. Fields certainly, and and you know you, it's revisionist history there. Houston got the got the guy that's very likely going to end up being the guy out of this class. Hey, Will Levis has looked okay through a couple of games too. Um, who's the other one? Richardson. Who, who's the third? Oh, Richardson, who also looked good. Yeah, right. That that makes Carolina's decision. Uh, but you know what? I, I mean, again, I, I don't have. I hope Bryce Young works out. I hope Bryce Young works out. I think it's too early to say that Bryce it Young is. is a bust, right? I mean, wait. Team, no, I'm not saying anybody, he's a bust. He doesn't have anybody not, around him. You know, to, like, I'm not saying he's a bust. But, 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 
Is there any part of you that thinks Bryce Young would be better than Stroud or Richardson right now? Because I don't think so. Levis is a different conversation. Uh, again, no, I, Bryce, I, I, think, I, I think the jury is still out. I mean, when you got... I'll, we're having fun here. We're among friends. I'll make the call right now. <laughs> okay. Bryce Young will not be better. Bryce okay. Young will not be better than Richardson or Stroud. Okay. I don't think. I mean, that's that's. I, I think it's early enough. I think we've seen enough to make that call. I mean, Young has battled a couple of injuries, you know, so far this season. Stroud's been pretty healthy for the most part as the season has rolled on. So, again, I think that... I'm going to say this, though. I hope I'm wrong. Because I like Bryce Young. I want Bryce Young to succeed. I think Carolina, by the way, deserves a good quarterback, too. Like, I hope I'm wrong about that. I just am a... A part of that is a tip of the cap to Richardson and Stroud. Stroud looks other... I mean, Stroud looks as good as rookie quarterbacks ever look. Um, Like, he, he looks and is bursting onto the scene here like Herbert did. Who, by the way, back to our Herbert conversation, he's struggled lately. Um, he's got a busted, he's got a busted finger, and he's got, you know he's down receivers, but he does need to pick it up. I mean, uh, I, I guess Stroud, going back to to Young though for a second. I mean, would you feel confident if the offense around you is Chuba Hubbard and DJ Chark and Jonathan Mingo and Hayden Hurst? I mean, I wouldn't feel super confident. about And his that. number one receiver, Adam Thielen. Thielen's having right. a great year. But when he, I mean, I, uh, I like Adam Thielen, and I've always been I, an I Adam know. Thielen guy. But I don't know if he's a guy that you build an offense around. You know what I mean? Correct. Before Stroud got there, though, how confident were you in his weapons? Right. Before we now, before they're having success with Stroud, were you really that confident in Nico Collins, Tank Dell, and Robert Woods? I, w- I was I don't not, know that. No. Right. I, yeah. I don't think you'd have been any more confident than you were with Thielen Mingo, who was an early pick, and, and you know, and Hayden Hurst or whatever, whatever, you know, example you want to use. Stroud has brought out the best in those players. Young has not brought out the best in all of his players. He maybe brought out the best in Adam Thielen. And and the other thing is sometimes, again, just trust your eyes. We'll see. Carolina is not going to have to make that call because they already don't have that pick. They've given it to Chicago. So it's not right. like they're going to be faced with the situation the Cardinals were a few years ago with Rosen and Kyler Murray, right? They No, they're they're good. Like, they're not going to have to make that call. They're just going to continue to develop Bryce Young. And, and I think that he's going to be better than he is right now. Don't get me wrong. It's just what is the ceiling for Bryce Young? It seems so much lower than the other guys. But can he still be, you know, can his ceiling be Jared Goff? Okay. And not that they not that they play the same. They don't. I just mean like the same sort of like get you in the right spot and have some success. Yeah, I think he can still do that. I just don't think his ceiling is nearly as high as those other two guys. I do think they look like they could be stars. I think that they've got the right coach, at least for now, and Frank Reich to help him develop. I don't think Frank Reich is incredible, but I know that they want to try to replicate the Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence relationship in Jacksonville with Frank Reich and Bryce Young. I think that they're, I mean, if you're choosing coaches, and I know this was a huge reason why Frank Reich ended up in Carolina, was to be able to bring along and develop Bryce Young. It's still early. I think that maybe C.J. Stroud has shown that he he's definitely more pro-ready right away, where Bryce Young might be a little bit more of a project. Um, but I again, I still think the jury is out on whether or not Bryce Young can be a viable quarterback. I do too. Uh, it'll be a good opportunity for him tonight. I watch everything for the NFL. I don't know if I'm going to watch this one tonight. I I, I don't know if I'm going to. You know what? I'm, I'm not even be sure. Shockers. I'm not even sure Al sure. Michaels is going to watch this game necessarily. I, I feel he's bad gonna for have him. A hard, he's he's going to have a hard time with this one. Yep. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but you know what? It will make me watch it as a bet. We don't have Chelsea Messenger on. So real quick, 
Uh, let's look at this from a betting perspective. Carolina is a three-point dog here. I kind of like that. I'm, I kind of like that. Maybe that's a money line opportunity. I think I think Carolina could win this game tonight. I'm not in on Bajan. I'm not really in on the Bears' offense. They can't run the ball. Um, I, I, if Fields was playing, I would take Chicago, but he's not. So I, I think I'll I think I'll take Carolina. The over/unders at 38 and a half. I don't love it, and I hate betting unders, but I would definitely have to lean under if I was going one direction I or the would other. I would too, and except I know, I mean, and I know primetime games typically favor the under, but that's such a low total. I mean, 38 and a half is nothing, right? It's tempting for me to look at the over, but because I understand the way that historically primetime games have gone, that I think that's a number to stay away from. Yeah, I mean, they would go in their last four games, the Bears would have gone over that number three out of four times, and Carolina would have gone, oh, they would have been over by a couple of points last week under Houston, and they'd be way over in a couple weeks before the bye week. So, yeah, maybe the over, maybe there's a sneaky over there. I don't know. Here's a uh, the problem is both teams don't play very good defense, and right. that's why that's a that's a pretty low number. Here's a player prop for you that uh, I might actually pull the trigger on. Your boy Tyson Bagent, his over under on passing touchdowns is at .5. He's got to throw a one touchdown pass, and you hit that over. I think he could probably throw for a one touchdown, right? Like he, the guy's not he could incredibly he could. Uh, he could do that. Well, let's just real quick on our way out here. Let's just see how many times he's done that in his young career. Okay. Uh, so far, he's in three starts. He would have hit that prop two times out of three. There you go. He would have been there twice. He's in two of his three games. He has thrown for a touchdown. He's playing you just a really need bad one. defense. You only need one. You just, you just. God, I'm just looking at the man. Dude doesn't look like an NFL quarterback, does he? Maybe that makes me like him a little more. I don't know. I have not watched him play yet. I've. <laughs> Apologies here. I have not watched the Bears play since Justin Fields went down, so maybe I'll. T- I, I, I'm a junkie. I'll be. I'll watch it. I'll watch it and not like it, but whatever. We'll find ways to bet it, and then it'll get more interesting. All right, eight six nine twelve forty. You can hear, of course, Thursday night football uh, right here on KFH Carolina at Chicago six thirty tonight. Um, look, Bryce, it's the number one overall pick. There's your appeal. I mean, isn't it like? You get to see how many times have you had a chance to really sit and watch Bryce Young this year? That's the reason to tune in, listen in, watch to see if against a bad defense he can look good. So that's where it's at. I'll be there. I'll be watching. You still didn't listening. sell it. You didn't sell it enough for me. I'm not sure that I can. Yeah. I'll listen on the way home as I always do right here on KFH and then I'll turn it on with the Shockers. Uh, all right. We'll come back. We'll have more. Tim Fitzgerald, top of the hour at Sports Daily on a Thursday. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Oh, okay, take it easy. We're going on the air. This is Sports Daily on KFH. Oh, man. Congratulations to Alex for win- uh, winning our Hunger Game ticket giveaway today. Boulevard Town West, week from tonight, a sneak peek. Uh, so Tommy DeVito is going to start for the Giants against the Cowboys, Tommy. And that makes the 10th, 10th rookie quarterback to start this year, which sets an NFL record. NFL's got a quarterback problem right now. The position does not look good. Uh, The position is struggling mightily right now. Even the good ones are struggling. Mahomes is struggling. Herbert's struggling. Uh, Like, 
There's there's a bit of a I don't know what it is. I, I wish I did. And I wish I knew that it was curable. But this is this is why the NFL needs to protect quarterbacks. We've got to get offenses adjusted back to the defenses because it's it's not good right now, especially compared to what we've seen in recent years. Like the position's just having a down year. Yeah, who's really not had a down year? Um, Lamar Jackson, I guess, has not had yeah. a down year. C.J. Stroud has not had a down year. Burrow has found his groove. Yeah, but Jalen Hurts isn't performing at a level that we're accustomed to. You mentioned Mahomes. You mentioned Herbert. Josh Allen, I don't think, is performing at a level that we're used to. I mean, it's kind of few no. and far between of the, the top-tier quarterbacks. And a lot of it, I mean, of course, injuries. You have to take out Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins and you know others. But, um, man, uh, you're right. I mean, there's certainly there's an issue, I think, with number one production and then number two, these injuries that we're dealing with. So if we go by, and again, I understand that quarterback ranking rating is not like the end-all, be-all. It's not even that good, but it's just something, right? It's an, it's an, something where you can sort of take a, a really broad look, and you look at the top, and it's Tua, Brock Purdy, Kirk Cousins, and C.J. Stroud. You go down, and you find Josh Allen, 8, Justin Herbert, 9, Hurts, 10, Mahomes, 11, Trevor Lawrence, 13. Like, it's it's bizarre. If you go into, like, ESPN's QBR, and I don't know what all the differences are, then you see Allen, Mahomes, and, and Herbert all within the top five. But it's, you know, like, we've got Patrick Mahomes sitting here with eight interceptions to 17 touchdowns. I, that's not Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you know, there there are all kinds of weird things. Josh Allen's, you know, barely a two to one touchdown to interception ratio right now. It's crazy. Defenses are winning. You know, Herbert's Herbert's overall numbers are just down. He's he's over three to one touchdown to interception, but his you know his his gaudy statistics that we've seen over the years are just down. Um, Tua's probably still the leader in the clubhouse. I would guess at you know maybe an MVP. Lamar Jackson's going to be an interesting case for for MVP this year because he is having you know a good year but you know his passing numbers aren't as high so I I don't know it's just as we see DeVito and the Cowboys are going to be 16 and a half point favorites I think that's the biggest line we've seen this year in the NFL I'm pretty sure it makes it all difficult and this is why you see quarterbacks protected the way that they are it's because of this. Like you got to have good quarterbacks. Mahomes is still the odds-on favorite to win MVP, by the way. Which I'm not. I'm not taking that bet. Not not with the receivers they've got. The Chiefs' offense isn't good enough right now. Well, he's tied at least from what I'm looking at right now, as far as odds-on favorite. Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts are right there uh, with Patrick Mahomes, Tua right behind them. I don't know. I was kind of looking at you know some value bets maybe for like a long shot MVP. And a couple of quarterbacks that are on there, I mean, you know, gosh, I don't know. I might take a flyer on C.J. Stroud at 90-1. to 1. That's going to be tough. Like, it's going to be tough for them, for him to get to. Um, but, I mean, I kind of I kind of like that. Um, Jim Brown's the only, I just had to look this up. Jim Brown is the only rookie to ever win an MVP, by the way. I don't think that'll happen. I, I think Tua is the better, like, middle-of-the-road option right now because there's, you know— Miami will be probably good enough, you know, to to be the. But they're they're going to pile up numbers offensively if yeah. nothing else for Tua. Um, I, you know, I I don't know what the answer is. I, I mean, just know that you know. I guess maybe Joe Burrow if he continues 
playing well yeah. for the second half yeah, of the season. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. You know, he's seven that's not a bad idea. Christian McCaffrey right now is 14 to 1. Josh Allen and Christian Trevor McCaffrey's Lawrence 20 to 1. You know, Burrow's really curious because you'd get the there would be some, you know, benefit to him playing through that injury. People would take that into account when they're considering him for MVP. This that, that That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad one. All right, we'll come back. We'll talk a little K-State athletics. We're going to talk hoops. We're going to talk football. It's all coming there in Manhattan. It's, you know, I guess if you're having a down week, this would be it, right? Losses for both football and basketball teams. We'll talk about it all with our K-State insider, Tim Fitzgerald. That's coming up as we start off hour number two here on Sports Daily. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 